This is the Pickle Planet Podcast with Jenna and Tosh. Sit back and get a drink. Let's talk about parenting and how to survive it. Hello and welcome to the Pickle Planet Podcast. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. Welcome to the final episode of season two. (gasps) That is so crazy. It's so crazy. Like the very first time we recorded an episode up in your old studio in your attic and I like off the cuff was like, oh, we'll do like, I don't know, a hundred of these. And you're like, what? <laughs> and we're pretty darn close now. <laughs> we are getting really close and we've got epic plans for season three and a summer series coming up. So I know. we're going to hit that hundred real quick. So oh, yes. uh, should we make a plan for 200 then? <laughs> oh, I like the way you think. That's, <laughs> that's another couple of years though, the way... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's only a potential for like we, we do these once a week, so yeah, two hundred. That's uh, that's a couple years worth. That's okay. You like me that much? I do. I do. <laughs> let's let's make it happen. I'm always in for a well. challenge, so let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and speaking of that, one thing that we wanted to do with today's episode um, is we really, really, really want to hear from all of you, everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching, everyone who just kind of reads our post and like clicks like because you mean to listen to and then you never remember to go back and listen to it. That's okay. We love you. And we want to know what it is that draws you to the podcast. What of the guests that we've had on that you've really liked when we talk? What is that you like that we talk about? What do you want to hear more of? Is there something you think that's missing? You know, this is your chance to really reach out. Let us know what you're thinking. We would love to hear from you what you think this podcast is all about because we know what we think it's about mm-hmm. but we're not really sure that that's what you think it's about <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know um jenna and i have been working really hard to kind of come up with a whole new strategy for season three and we want our listeners to be a part of that so if if you can help us with uh you know some topic ideas or anything that could yeah, that could change it up few- yeah, a few comments about what it is that that really pulls you in. What you know, what episodes did you like the most? What guests? What what topics really resonated? Because I think you know we have a pretty good vision of where we're taking this in the fall, but there's still some room there. There's room for input, and we really want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. And we've been getting really good feedback. Uh, people have been noticing our little Albert County tour that you and I went out and did with us. Uh, I wore my shirt again today. Did you? Nice. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that in the video. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> For those of you shirt. listening, it's my Shucket shirt from the Sandy Toes shop, East Coast Mermaid. Yeah, that was so cool. Crystal. So yeah, they are. They really are. Crystal uh, sponsored a couple of our outfits in our photo shoot that we went and we did. And that was all part of what's happening with our summer series. And we're going to be talking about all things New Brunswick. And we're really looking for that like hometown visitor kind of guide, right? So what we did with our Albert County tour that we did for our pictures, Sally Ann, who did our photos, who's amazing, she grew up in the Hillsborough area. And so she took us to all these little cool places that you wouldn't normally necessarily know about. Like yeah. there, there was lots of places you and I had never heard about that, of course, locals were like, oh yeah, of course, mm-hmm. the silos and the Gray's Island. I'm like, I've never known about these places. These are the best. (laughs) And that's what we want to do all summer long for you is we are reaching out to people in communities to give us that kind of virtual tour of where they take people when they come to visit. What are their private, perfect little spots and hidden gems? 
Yeah, exactly. And then we're going to set you loose on the province and, and to go and check them out, which is, I think, going to be an awesome plan for a great summer staycation here in New Brunswick, which, of course, you can tell from our podcast uh, as of late that we've been leading up to anyway. You knew it was coming. So, <laughs> yes. Yes, we can't wait to, to dive deeper and do even more. So, but that's not the only thing that we were going to talk about today. <laughs> We thought we are. Well, we thought for the last official episode of season two, we you know go back to the roots, go back to just you and I, kind of catching up on what's going on in the world because Mm -hmm. that's kind of how this all started. And I think a lot of times those are the the episodes that people really seem to like come out of the woodwork and actually comment and tell us, oh yeah, I listened and I I agree with this, I disagree with that, and it's fantastic. So it's like coffee talk. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what it is. I mean, if you listen to the intro every week, that's what this is, right? This is our chance to get yeah. together and hang out and catch up and get to know each other, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's worked wonderfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really has two years later. <laughs> but I feel like it's done that not just for you and I, but it, but for everyone who listens. That was the point of giving, you know, especially parents who are busy with things and just can't quite get to the point of making time to go visit with their friends anymore or as often I'm I'm sure hopefully people even during COVID you know (laughs) probably this was a little bit more necessary than before even yeah (laughs) um but that chance to yeah feel like you're just catching up with someone because when you've got young kids at home that's hard to do yeah, absolutely. But it, you can easily slip on some headphones and listen to Jenna and I while you're doing whatever, making supper. That's when I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. The kids get TV time um, and I pop in some headphones and, and make supper while just kind of like, I don't know what the right word is there, but deflating from the day. Yes. I'm going to say deflating. It's not what I wanted, but <laughs> I'm going to use it. Decompress. There's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I use that word a lot in my yeah. life. <laughs> can you tell? <sighs> Oh yeah, I might need it already this morning. <laughs> anyway. It's never too early for wine. I'm just saying. Um, made yeah. out of grapes, it's fruit. Uh, <laughs> so we wanted to talk about actually something. We have talked about Rachel Hollis before with her uh, girl wash your Facebooks and how, I mean, we agree on a lot of stuff and that is one of them we agree on. Neither one of us enjoyed her as a writer. <laughs> So, no, we couldn't get on no, the bandwagon. No, I think I think what became what I came to decide about that anyway. Just for a quick recap of anyone who wasn't around when we had that conversation, mm-hmm. I think part of it was that the people that she was reaching, the people that her message was resonating with, a lot of them were younger than we are, or just hadn't gone through the same kind of life challenges that we had. And so, I think a lot of what she was seem to be sharing because I, I will be honest I couldn't read very far in yes and I just sporadically would check in on social media it was more so reading the comments of people I know who did enjoy her work it just yeah it was kind of like oh yeah I I, I kind of got that stuff a while ago I don't I don't feel like I need someone telling me that in my life right now or if I need someone telling me something it, it's a different person that I need to hear it from for me I just found her true preachy to like that no matter what she said or did everything she did was right that was that was kind of my my take on her and same I think I only got two chapters in but and then you know things start coming out that she's like ripping off people's quotes and and not accrediting them with it and stuff like that and that's too that's too shady for me (laughs) 
Yes. And yeah, there, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of controversy. I think that was when we talked about it before was when yeah. she really got a lot of attention for, yeah, she would share these very inspirational quotes and not attribute them to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so it was that very kind of gray area of like, is she trying to take credit for this? <laughs> is she not? Give her the benefit of the doubt. Yes. She wasn't, but it's shady not to put someone up, put the name of the person who said it. And then even some of the stuff that she did right, I guess for me, I, you call it preachy and it is, but for me, it was that it would, the way she wrote it was like, she was the first person to think of it this way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And some of the concepts she was talking about, I'm like, no, that goes back like a hundred years of feminist teachings <laughs> and, and that idea of not she didn't seem to have that depth that I want mm-hmm. of knowing where all these ideas were coming from. And, and yeah, I guess it was, it comes off as that kind of preachy, like, Oh, I'm the first person to tell you, you need to be empowered. Right. No, <laughs> you're not. Yeah. My mama started but, that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, wait, that's, that's beside the point. It, she was giving a lot of value to certain people. And so there is value in that. But why we were talking about her again is that she's in the news again. And I use the term news very loosely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is, she's a very public figure mm-hmm. who is now going through a very public separation. Yeah. So she and her husband, who do a lot of their social media together and have built an empire. If you don't know, Rachel, you're listening to this or watching this, there's a good chance you might not because that's just not going to be in the same zone. Mm-hmm. Um, she and her husband have built just a massive empire of, you know, these empowerment retreats. I know people that have flown across North America to go to these events that they do. Right. And so they've built this very, very public relationship. She's got, I think it's the two books and they've got the conferences, they've got all their social media stuff and now they're separating. Mm -hmm. And so why we thought we would bring up the topic again was I really wanted to hear your take as someone who has spent 15 years now in the public eye on how that has changed over the 15 years of how people react to the level of intimacy they think they have with your life. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like I I think, and, and I mean, I was somewhat in the public eye, but not as much as you were for about 10 of those last 15 years. And then kind of back there again now with the blog, but in a smaller way, Mm -hmm. I see a shift in how much people think they know about people and how much they think they're entitled to know about them. That's a really good way to put it. Entitled (laughs) is a really good way to put it. Like I grew up on the radio and like for a lack of a better term, I, I really did. Like my, my whole adult life basically has been on the radio station that I'm on. When I started working there, Jason and I had just started dating and then we got engaged and then we planned our wedding and then we got married and children and so on and so forth. Like I had listeners help choose our wedding song kind of thing. You know, like they were really, we really, really involved the listeners to make it topical. But then we, For example, and I know I've talked about this before, when I left for maternity leave with Sarah, I didn't tell the listeners that I was pregnant for reasons that I've talked about before that like, you know, you know what I mean? It was, it was a a very important for me to keep my pregnancy a secret until basically she was here and I knew she was healthy. So I remember the day that I left and somewhat, I got reamed 
reamed by a listener that I must be embarrassed of my pregnancy and um, how dare I not celebrate a child's life, yada, 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 yada. Um, but that woman felt like she was such a part of my life. And she was, I got to give her credit for that. Like she really was. I had involved people so much in my life and I suppose it was a bit of my own fault, but I'm not going to tell a hundred thousand people in the greater Moncton area that I'm pregnant and there's a possibility that I won't carry the baby to term. I don't want to deal with that on, on the radio. Like if it came down to it and people needed to know why I was away, I'm sure that the truth would have come out. But at that time in my life, I wasn't willing to do that. And even so when Aaron then came along, we didn't talk about me being pregnant with Aaron and she was born mid December. And I think it was October before we talked about me being pregnant. So, um, that, that time I gave the listeners, more of an input in my life, but they, I feel like people used to be more involved. And now the shift is that people want to be involved, but only in a negative way. The majority of it is like from when, when I hear from listeners now, and yes, there are still, still good things from listeners, but when I hear from listeners now, it is only when I've done something wrong or what they perceive I've done wrong. I shouldn't say, because it's not, yeah, it's not always when, because I, I mean, people obviously are very opinionated and like even this morning, even this morning, uh, I had talked about something that's going on right now with, with daycares and such. And someone jumped right on and said like, that's not true. Where did you hear that? Um, my daycare provider has never told me anything like this. So whatever that came down to it was that I was wrong and I shouldn't be voicing that, but it, but I wasn't wrong. It's, just, you know, like... it's very interesting that you're seeing that shift because for me, I haven't seen, I can't say that I've seen that personally, but it's also because I don't interact the same way you do. Mm-hmm. But now that you've said it, I'm like, huh? Yeah. It really has become, it's funny how it's shifted that people are so much quicker to share their negative energy. Yes. And I think that that comes along with, you know, the, the way that social media has changed, like 15 years ago was the very beginning of Facebook and, and what have you. So people, I think were happier to, to be online and be connecting with people. And now it's kind of become a burden. You can't get yourself off of it, but it's kind of a burden. Um, so the majority, like, that's why everything we see is negative. Every, every, no, no news is good news. Right. And there's never no news. So that's the way I look at it anyway, I think. So what do you think it would be like in this world now to again, have to go through something publicly that is a, might be a negative experience to begin with, right? Like a separation, even if it's, even if it's mutual and even if it's the best it can be, there's still a lot of there's a, there's a lot of negativity that comes out around separations and dissolution of marriages. And, you know, we've talked about that a bit before as well on the podcast, because we both come from families, you know, where we've gone through that. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I wonder like, yeah, like if you had to go through that now publicly, would all that negative be amplified? Yeah, I think so. Like, cause people, they're automatic. You're right. Like they're automatically going to think, Oh, well, obviously he cheated or she cheated. There's never just like two people grow up and separate. Do you, you know, like people don't ever think that. Even when I, like my parents divorced when I was 18, it was a completely happy split. Like they had been together since they were 16 years old. They were together for eight, 20 years. Like they just grew up and they separated. They're still really good friends. But people, every time I tell people that, they're like, what? 
what do you mean? Like marriages break down because somebody did something wrong. Well, no, I don't, it's not always the case. No, no. In there are lots of scenarios, like you said, yeah, people grow up. I love that terminology because I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. There are definitely lots of very negative experiences and relationships where one person does do something that very much injures the other, but to do it all, to have to do it all so publicly, I, I really feel for anyone who has started to put themselves out there in a way that something so private is going to have to be public. Because I remember even, so I was in grade seven when my parents lit up. And that was well before, like people didn't, I think we had bulletin boards. We had internet access and I think we used bulletin (laughs) boards. Like I don't even remember anyone I knew having email back then. Yeah, yeah. Let alone, you know, Facebook, Instagram, this instantaneous Mm -hmm. sharing of knowledge. You know, people still wrote letters and notes. I wrote a lot of letters. <laughs> used a <laughs> lot of space. <laughs> I think I waited at I waited at least a month, I think, before I told anyone mm-hmm. what was happening at home. And these were people I still saw, like I saw people every day going to school and I had very close friends, but it was so much to process that I couldn't even tell the people that were closest to me until I figured out more of it. And then that actually became a whole other, like people found out and then friends were hurt that I didn't tell them. them. Yeah. And we were kids Mm -hmm. that happens, but I can't imagine what it's like to try to go through something that monumental now in this day and age. Well, and that's it. Like you gave yourself the time to process it. So many people they're jumping on and saying things before they're, they've even processed anything, right? So then they're, pro- they're processing with the help of other negative people, making an already possibly not negative situation become even more negative or what have you. So like I think, and we're both, even though we're both in the public eye, I think that we're both still quite secretive people. Uh, not secretive is not the right word, but we're very personal. We still keep it close. Yeah, yeah, we keep it close. And I like I know that if anything ever happened between Jason and I, I'd never say a word. I never, and I can assume with Papa Pickle, it would be the same thing. <laughs> like you know, like <laughs> my best yeah. friends would know eventually, and you know, depending whatever of the situation ever ended up being, but it's not going to ever happen. Just putting that out there. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like um, not, and not just because of the life that I lead and the job and the career that I've chosen just because I'm that kind of person and I, I do hold a lot of my emotion back. So, and that would be a way of like just putting the wall up, right. Shielding myself. But I think, you know, to that point for me, I've been very conscious of that with what I've shared in the first place online of our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I never started pickle planet to share about our family. Pickle planet was always about the greater community and we show up and I share our family, but it's not a blog about our journey. Right. And so it's, it's that much easier if something were to happen for me to keep that level of distance. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone would feel like they were owed that from me. Whereas with, you know, Rachel Hollis and her husband, they've built this together, exactly. sharing their personal. And now you, you would, you would feel like you have to continue to share this personal journey. And it's, it's just, it's such a different 
way to have to think about the world than what we grew up with. Exactly. And it's, it's nice that like, cause I, I'm the same way. Jason doesn't like to be involved in the pictures that go out on the social media or being tagged in anything. So it's kind of the same thing. Like we've kept our distance with that, with our family that way. But yeah, when you've built this empire together as a couple, as a power couple, if you will, um, and then they're going to have to walk through every step of this with all of their followers beside them, which is exhausting even the thought of it I feel bad for them mm-hmm. yeah I know I can't I, I just I can't imagine having to to deal with all of that all that's of that. a lot that is a lot <laughs> and we we feel for anybody that's having to go through that situation and I don't know um if you get anything yes. out of today's podcast but we we do have to wrap it up here <laughs> yes yeah we we tend to do that we we go off on our tangents and we can we could talk forever but Thankfully, we're, we're keeping our time. <laughs> Thank you, Rogers TV, for making us yes. have a timeline. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners really appreciate it. <laughs> yes. But that does wrap up the, you know, uh, regular season two, but we've got our summer series. So you're still going to hear us for, what, another eight weeks. I another think we've eight got scheduled yep. for that. So keep tuning in. Keep We will keep showing up uh, new episodes every Friday on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can find us through our websites, pickleplanetmoncton.com and the pod- podcast hub dot ca yep yep yep, yep. Like, it's not it's a dot ca the podcast <laughs> hub and pickle planet mountain those will both show up right away if you just even google them you don't have to know the whole url because we're that good <laughs> i like the way you think my friend well i wish that we could have been doing this episode in person <laughs> but here we are yeah <laughs> so yes we hope everyone will stick with us through the summer and into the fall you can reach us through the websites you can reach us through social media we're on instagram we're on facebook we're all over the place rogers tv our episodes uh new ones air monday nights and then you can catch us on repeats through the week that's so glad that you do perfect and don't forget like we asked you in the beginning of the of today's episode if you've got anything that you want to share with us that's what we're here for we want to hear from you so please you can you can shoot us all the information you like This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.